last month we talked about yeah we did gathering with family gathering with community how to help like how to engage people in your space and one of the things that we didn't really necessarily talk about those hey i'm lonely and i don't have community how do i get community it's really hard yeah totally well, well look, i'm just i'm just getting the the weight of I'm lonely, like I'm lonely, and again, like we talked about it just last week, I had that that friend I, I, I mentioned on the podcast, but he lost his brother that that morning, and even though he has a family that loves him, there's going to be a piece of loneliness in his life because there's a part that's gone that for what let's say forty five years has mm-hmm. been there. Yeah, there'll be a part that's for us, like my my brother uh, who I, I've spent. I guess, 34 Christmases with, you know, just spent our first Thanksgiving without him. You know, I don't know all the Christmas plans right now. I should, I should know this, but I don't, you know, so there, I, I would say that everybody, like there's, there's loneliness, you know, and everybody's kind of in a different place. That's, that's why I said some people it's going to be foreign, a little foreign for me, uh, but I'm feeling the weight of it as you're saying. Yeah. Well, and post COVID, like post 2020, there's, uh, we handle gathering just a little bit. I mean, like there's just fear sometimes that comes along with that, especially, um, after that experience and you've been isolated for a long time and you're kind of in this place where you say, Hey, I don't, I don't want to be lonely anymore and I don't know what to do. And I think a lot of times we find ourselves where we have a lack, we see ourselves with need and then we don't know what to do about it. And we're waiting oftentimes for somebody else to do it for us and remove from us the responsibility of our part in gathering and being a part of community. And so today we wanted to really like talk through, hey, what's the Bible say about our role in being a part of community and engaging in community? And then how can we experience that in our day-to-day life? Because this is a great opportunity. People are gathering all the time at Christmas, right? You've got work parties and um, people are doing stuff in their neighborhoods and at your apartment complex and all kinds of stuff is going on. There's tons of community events to be a part of, to go and meet people. But overcoming where were our fears and our concerns, which are oftentimes legitimate and engaging in that can be hard. And so that's what we want. Do you have, do you have any of those? Friends? Uh, I know the people that you call friends. <laughs> and uh, they're amazing. I wish Move I had different on. Words. No, no, any of those any of those anxieties or anything like that that you're you're talking about really. You know, one of the things that I wrestle with is trusting the wrong people. I I tend to uh, maybe overshare because I just don't I don't I just answer, I'm just always honest. And um, sometimes that's not always a great thing, maybe. But um, I I am all I am concerned about trusting the wrong people and them turning around and hurting me because I've experienced that before. And people have taken things that I've shared with them and then used them against me. And so mm. that hurt starts to, if I'm not careful, the hurt I've experienced in the past will color the narrative um, of today. Interesting. So the, the re- reason I ask is I don't know that I would say I have any sort of like 
social anxieties or anything like that around gathering or anything like that. But kind of on potentially the other ends of the spectrum, I don't know that I do a great job like really making sure that I am including people in that, like taking time to even think about, hey, who might not have, who may not, who who might need spaces that I can create, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, for them to be able to not be lonely, uh, for them to be able to be spiritually loved and, and cared for in a season that we've made about a lot of things, a lot of parties, a lot of gingerbread contests, a lot of things like that. Um, but really it should be a great season for us to, uh, be intentional about spiritually loving and caring for people, but mm-hmm. you have to be in spaces with them to do that. Well, and I think sometimes we either we can find ourselves in one of two camps, or maybe we have a, a foot in each. But one, we maybe say, "Hey, I've got a ton of community. I feel great. I've got plenty of people who love me at Christmas time." Or, hey, I really struggle to find community or I used to have community, but now I've moved or, you know, my life has looked different. I work from home now. You know, all of these things have changed. And you might be like a little bit of both. Well, yeah, I have some people in my life, but also maybe some relationships I used to have aren't there anymore. And I'm finding myself struggling with engaging in community. Um at the same time. And so what we want to do is just talk a little bit about honestly, like, hey, how do I engage in this world as a Christ follower? How do I find community? And one of the things that we come up against over and over again in the Bible is about offering hospitality to one another. And um, if you look at 1 Peter 4, 9, there is instruction to believers to offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Mm. So if you- Are you allowed to grumble before they get there while you're cleaning the house? Or not, not, I'm not asking about us or anything like that, but are you, do you think it's talking about that grumbling too, like before they get there? I think it falls into that category, Mm. yes. So I think here's the thing that we forget about community. You just want to skip past that? Yeah, I'm going to skip right past it. Community costs. If you want to be a part of community on any, any level, if you say, hey, I have a lot of community, but I'm choosing not to engage in it and I feel lonely, or hey, I I feel like I don't have anything to connect with. Community costs you. And- we live in a world that is hyper convenient and the inconvenience or the discomfort of cost is eliminated from so much of our life. And I think we just walk around a little bit with this expectation that somebody else is just going to provide it for me or set it up for me. And I, and it's not going to cost me anything to experience community, but community costs. Yeah, sure. And I, I honestly, I, I want, I could be wrong about this, that what you're saying people think, I don't know if people actually think that. I don't know that anybody thinks, you know, hey, somebody else will or should provide this for me. I, I mean- I talked to people literally last week that that is their frame of mind is this should be done for me. You got some sass going I on sass. Right I don't now. say it because I'm just making it up. Well, don't Sometimes act like, I do don't make act stuff like you up. don't do that. You make stuff up all the time. 
about tires. Yes, you make stuff but up. I saw a commercial about it, and the commercial was very convincing. Oh, my gosh. It, w- it was a cartoon. It wasn't even real stuff. Either way, babe, babe, focus. But this God. is, I had a conversation last week, which is what spurred a lot of this. It's like, hey, like, community co- is going to cost you something. Well, I get, I get community cost you, but I, I I would, my assumption would have been, and I don't know, I wouldn't have part of the conversation you're talking about, but my assumption would be that people... um actually just assume it's going to be like online, like in those moments of loneliness or those moments of even if the Holy Spirit's prompting, I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. I'm missing relationship. I'm missing community. I'm missing, you know, you know, Proverbs 27, 17, iron sharpens iron. Like I'm missing that. Um, go, I, I would think going kind of into the doom scrolling mm-hmm. more into like, I, I think that those, that feels like, and maybe it's generational, maybe it's stage of life, whatever. But it, it seems like that people almost community does cost, but it seems like people have uh, chosen to pay that cost with a counterfeit, if you will, to to keep the mm-hmm. analogy. Where it's like, oh, I'm a part of I'm a part of Logan Paul's life, or I'm a part of the Kardashians, or I'm a, I'm a part of, I'm a part of Mr. Beast's life. Like I'm a, I'm a part of this instead of you know s- seeking that out. Um, and again, I want to make sure that could, if, if I could just use maybe some polarizing language um, and we can bleep it out if, if it's going to offend people, but it's unhealthy to not have community. It's unhealthy even to, even to say, hey, somebody's going to provide this for me or I don't have to have it. Like that's, Those are unhealthy mindsets. Well, it's a deep, it's a deception that we walk in that when you said things like, hey, well, I'm a part of this person's life because I follow them on social media, that is deceiving Mm -hmm. because when you, uh, the second you put that phone down, there's nothing there that. And there's, there's no, there's not any communication there. There's not any that. And, and again, the most important part, we are body, mind, and soul. The most important part who we are is our, is our spiritual nature Mm -hmm. and there's virtually none of that. Even you can follow uh, th- this podcast. You can follow uh, great believers online and get the motivational, um, you know, verses and stuff like that. But you know, who's asking? Hey, how can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, who are you asking that to? Because mm-hmm. very rarely do you get something that you're not giving, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of how that that reciprocating relationship works. But again, I don't. We need to talk about both sides. I don't want to just focus on people who may be in an unhealthy place right now where they don't have any, I want to continue to weave in the people who are with us who are who are in healthy places. Like mm-hmm. you have a healthy spouse or friends or group for us to see people who don't have that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's the best gift as we're, we're, we're talking about in this season, a lot of gifts being given, a lot of generosity being thrown around, um, and potentially... Uh, the greatest gift you can give is to provide that community, to provide. And hospitality is not having the great finger foods when people come to your house, mm-hmm. which, again, obviously you should, especially if I'm coming over, I'd love to eat it. But it's more for hospitality of that relationship, of that that spiritual, something deeper than, than you know, what your stomach wants. Well, and maybe this language will be, will phrase better what I mean by people who say I should be provided for them is, hey, I'm lonely. I'm scrolling. I think I I, I have these counterfeits in my life. I've, I feel lonely. And I, I 
have an expectation that somebody that I can just purchase, like there's a solution that I can just go and purchase or that I can just walk in and have that's not going to cost me anything emotionally or relationally to engage in. Yeah. Well, and, it, it, you, you could do that, but what you buy won't have any well, emotional or relational. Right? That's right. You're not going to receive anything out of it. And so when we find ourselves in one of the two camps in need of relationships or, hey, we have a, a healthy relationships and we have groups of people, there is both of us, uh, no matter where you find yourself, have an action step to take regardless of, of where you're sitting at the table. Mm-hmm. And our deepest desire is that you're walking in your purpose, which is to be in a relationship with God and to help others do the same. And Jesus was really clear that you were not designed to do life by yourself. As a matter of fact, if you could, I mean, he was God in the flesh and Jesus chose not to do life by himself. And if we would, I mean, like it's a little bit of a, a prideful place to sit, to say, you know, I don't need anybody. I'm fine on my own. And a lot of times we come to that because of the hurt we've experienced, the rejection we've experienced. And what it's done is it's written the narrative of our life today. And the Lord, when Jesus died on the cross, he redeemed everything that we've ever experienced. And he can restore to us, you know, a holy narrative, which requires that we do life with people. Yeah, no, 100%. And even you talk about Jesus in Luke 14, verse 12, you know, it says, and Jesus said to his host, when you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends, your brothers or sisters, or your relatives, or your rich neighbors. If you do so, they may invite you back so that you will be repaid. But whenever you give a banquet, invite poor, crippled, lame, blind, and you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid um, at the resurrection of the righteous. And I mean, again... You know, we're, we're talking about, we talked about Advent last week, talked about the arrival of Jesus, Emmanuel. And whenever you read in, in Matthew chapter 5, you know, the Sermon on the Mount, he changes. Mm-hmm. He just so changes um, how we're supposed to live, like from the kingdom of earth to the kingdom of heaven. And so, like, I, I just, I think that this is huge. And we talk all the time about the judgment that we'll receive one day from Jesus, not just heaven or hell, but also like what we did with what we've been given in the body. And I think this is a massive one. Mm -hmm. Um, It's something that, honestly, if we're honest, it's harder than tithing. Um, It's harder than having a quiet time and things like that because you can kind of put those in little pockets. But I think one of the most precious things to us is our our relationships. And so I just think that's so powerful. But when you give a banquet, invite people who can't pay you back, and you will be repaid in the resurrection of the righteousness. And so I also want to encourage you, um, and again, that this may speak to people who are in a more healthy place, but if you feel like emotionally, relationally, spiritually, you are the poor, you are the crippled, you are the lame, you are the blind, then you need to receive the invitations you get. Mm. Uh, there's going to be people who uh, you get an invitation this time, uh, this this year, and it would be easier in your mind, not to go. Well, and I think that's one of the things that is really important is do 
do I engage what is already available? If you say, hey, I'm really lonely and I'm having a hard time. Well, a lot of it is not because there isn't community available, but it's because we've chosen not to. It costs you time. It costs you energy. It would be easier not to, you know, I mean, something as simple as going to your local church and joining a Bible study and going every week and and reading the book along with people or you know, there's a party to go to and you're like, gosh, you know, I really just feel like staying home and resting. I've worked all week. It's been a long week. I just don't feel like going. But if you don't say yes, Mm -hmm. then you're going to continue to find yourself in this deficit. And at some point we have to reflect and say, hey, how much of, how much of the community am I expecting for other people just come and give me or am I engaging with the community that's there to be a part of what's already happening? Yeah, and, and something that's uh, it's fun to talk about, it really isn't fun to be the person, but we need these people, is to be the kick-in-the-butt person. So, like, if there's somebody in your life who should be providing more community or somebody needs to go, I get the privilege, the honor uh, to be Rachel's kick-in-the-butt person. Um, hey, I don't want to do this, or hey, I feel overwhelmed with that. I'm like, hey, I need you to do this. You know, uh, we're, we're talking, we're talking about uh, Black Fr- Friday uh, a couple weeks ago, and it was like, well, you know, my my mom's out of town, and you know, I'm I'm not sure this or that. I was like, hey, you you need to go. You love mm-hmm. it. You need to go. I know that. Hey, it won't look how it you how it has in the past, or it won't. But you you're gonna feel a better way mm-hmm. if you'll go. And so being that kind of kicking the tush person um, is 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 needed, you know. Well, and are you somebody that's created a place where people can share with you those things? So if you are in a community space where maybe you're hurting people in the room, like how you're speaking is like it kills the – like everybody's, you know, laugh, have joy, and you come in and all you do is negative, negative. You talking about me? No, not you. Um, do – People have permission to say that to you, to say, hey, like there's this, this is what it feels to be around you. And I want to, I want to help you get the most out of our time together. How can I help encourage you in that area? Are you somebody who can receive that and increase your self-awareness? Because sometimes we're not engaging in community, not because there isn't community, but because we are, we're not self-aware enough. And we're going into situations and we're not honoring the boundaries people have, or we're not going with, honestly, like the fruits of the spirit, there's no fruit (laughs) and we're just slinging um, hurtful words or, hey, we're not adding, we're not coming to participate. We're just coming to take. And we as, especially if you say, hey, I'm a Christ follower, that means you have been given more than you can possibly hope or imagine. You are provided for and you can emotionally, spiritually, you can walk into these community spaces and give and participate, not necessarily just going to take. Yeah, yeah. And so again, I know this is feels like a, a pretty niche topic, but it is it is massive uh, during this time of year. Uh, you know, Rachel corrected me, uh, you know, a few uh, episodes ago whenever I pulled the stat that apparently is a misnomer, uh, where that more people commit suicide in the uh, in the holiday than the rest in the rest time of the year. But this is a time where people need people. This is a time where people need relationships. And so I just want to encourage you, if you're on the unhealthy side 
Um, would you just ask the Holy Spirit for strength and boldness? Maybe that's your what is next step. Ask the Lord for strength and boldness. And even right now, I'm just going to ask the Holy Spirit to put some on your mind that you can reach out to and ask to spend some time with. Um, and then on the other side, if you're in a place where in a season where you've been blessed um, and you're, you're, you're healthy relationally and you have, you have, you know, time or relationship to give, give it. I mean, that, that sincerely could be the most impactful thing. And so even asking, Hey, who is next? Who is next for you to invite into relationship? Um, and you know what? It's, it can be uncomfortable to invite people to your house or that you don't have all this stuff in common with. Uh, maybe that you don't have, you don't even share faith in common. Uh, but that that's one of, one of the things that so convicts me is whenever there's kind of this test, Robbie Freeman, um, who's one of our friends, he'll, he has these three questions. Mm -hmm. If you're living your life like Jesus. Um, and, uh, I, one of them I I'm, I'm always fine on, but then another one is like, when's the last time you had a meal with somebody who doesn't doesn't know Jesus? When's the last time you spent one time with somebody who wasn't a Christian, right? Like like in a specific intentional setting. And so as we think about winning our world, this is a great season to do that. You know, this is a great time where people need relationships and love and and affection. And again, if people have to hear on average, the guy it used to be eight times. I don't I haven't looked at a study mm -hmm. since then. But that's been you know five or ten years ago. Um, I mean, you inviting them into your house or you inviting them to coffee or whatever, that could be the first of the eight or ten times you hear the gospel just with your life could be the could be the tenth time. Could be could be the time where uh they just so needed somebody to provide relationship and community because if they're not relationally lonely, maybe they're spiritually lonely. Well, and one of the things I think we're just unwilling to do, and this is like if I can just, you know challenge the moms for just a second. I have a lot of moms who are so particular, and it's so good. God made you to be your kid's parent and you know how to steward and love your child. And it's so good, but we are so, we're, we're so particular. We're unwilling to have our children to even be in the same spaces as other people's children or if the child, like if there's not going to be particular things in a space, we refuse to go to the space and be in community with people. And so if I can just really press on, you know, especially uh, moms that are, you say, hey, I'm in a healthy place. Can you, um, I'm not saying compromise on your morals and your values, but there are several things we can compromise on. Like it may be inconvenient to have other people with their kids over your house. Stuff's going to get broken. And they're probably going to say words that you don't normally say in your house. And things are going to get dirty. Are we willing to bend our knee on the things that don't really, they don't really matter so that we could create a space for people to be in community with us? Mm -hmm. Or... We can go and be in community with other people. We're so afraid of what might happen if we get in someone else's space where we're not in control that we not only do we ourselves miss out on community that's available, but we also cost our children community and we don't teach them how to go and disciple other people and love other people and how to do life with other people because we have to be in control of everything going on. So a lot of times we're missing out on community on either side, we're not honoring God and creating community because we have to be in control or we're missing out on community that's available because we have to be in control. Yeah. And it just, it hurts my, honestly, like 
you, especially those who are listening that are Christ followers, like winning your world means that you are somebody who's willing to disciple and love someone else. And that costs you time. It costs you energy. It's going to cost you meals. But what a difference your life, like your life can look so much like a place where people are loved and accepted and pushed more toward Jesus if we're willing to just bend our knee on some stuff that it really doesn't matter in the grand scheme. You know, it's not, it doesn't affect heaven is one of the things that I like to say is, does this affect eternity? And if it doesn't affect eternity, like some the walls being messed up or my kids' toys getting broken, like it's sad and it's a bummer and now I have to clean or whatever, but it doesn't affect eternity. It's just inconvenient for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I don't want to miss out on what God has to offer yeah. just because I'm I'm so selfish and that I have to be in control. I love myself so much that if it's not my way, if community doesn't look exactly how I want it, then I refuse to engage in it. And that is a consumer mindset that has, um, it's honestly, for, for me, when I look at that, I'm like, gosh, that is a disease that is plaguing our Christianity is that we're supposed to go in and just consume and get things exactly the way we want to. And that is not how Jesus designed us to live. Mm -hmm. It says that we're supposed to lay our life down for our friend, to offer hospitality to other believers without grumbling. This is part of how Paul is teaching people in Romans, like how to treat believers around you to love them well, to be gracious and kind. And I just, I don't know that that can be said of us. And Jesus said that we would be known by our love for one another and community is how we display that. Yeah. So just, just a big part of this season. And so I want to encourage you to step up and step into it, whether uh, you, you need to uh, you know, press in for community for yourself if you don't have it or if you have it, inviting people into it. And so it is a absolutely huge step for what is next and who is next as you win your world. So we love you. We're grateful for you. We'll see you next week.